Good morning, Amanda, and happy December 10th. It's Tuesday. When you're hearing this, I will have seen Anna in the Apocalypse uh, Monday night at the Alamo. Of course, at the Alamo. It's a musical. It's set in Scotland. It's set in a school, and there are zombies. I'm excited about it, so hopefully that's good. I will report back to you through text, so probably before you hear this, you'll know how well I liked it. On to our trivia round. It's going to look and sound the same as it always does. Round one, sing it back. Question one, line one. We don't need no education. Um, actually, yeah, yeah, do. Your line is, we don't need no education. The next line is, we don't need no thought control. The band is Pink Floyd. The song is Another Brick in the Wall. Question two. Your line is, I listen to our favorite song playing on the radio. The next line is, Here the DJ say loves a game of easy come and easy go. The artist is Poison. The song is Every Rose Has Its Thorns. Question three. Your line is, it's a quarter after one. I'm all alone and I need you now. The next line is, said I wouldn't call, but I've lost all control, and I need you now. The artist who I will be listening to all day tomorrow is Lady Antebellum. The song that I will be listening now to tomorrow is Need You Now. Question four. Your line is, yes, I've been black, but when I come back, you'll know, no, no. The next line is, I ain't got the time, and if my daddy thinks I'm fine. The artist is Amy Winehouse. The song is Rehab. Question five. Your line is Goodbye England's Rose. The next line is May You Ever Grow in Our Hearts. The artist is Elton John. The song is Candle in the Wind, the 1997 version. If you got the 1997, give yourself an extra point. But if you just got Candle in the Wind, you get uh, the one point. Now the Who Am I round. Question one, clue one. I am an American actor born in 1979. Clue two. I have a child with Anna Ferris. 
Clue 3. I play Star-Lord in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Clue 4. My first major role was Andy Dwyer in Parks and Rec. Guess Clue 5. Clue 5. I played a vessel... 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 Vesseraptor trainer in 2015's Jurassic World. Vessel... I can't pronounce that this evening. Vesseloptoraptor. Woo! Okay. I can pronounce Chris Pratt. Question 2. Clue 1. I am an American actress. Such a giveaway. Clue 2. I was a child fashion model at the age of 3. Clue 3. I nearly lost half my ring finger in a boating accident. Clue 4. I played identical twins in the Parent Trap remake. Guess Clue 5? Clue 5. I starred opposite Jamie Lee Curtis in 2003's Freaky Friday. The answer is Lindsay Lohan. Question 3, Clue 1. I am an American author. Clue 2. The only footage that exists of me was filmed by Thomas Edison. I did not know there was footage of him. I am going to go find it. Question, or clue 3. My real name is Samuel Langhorn Clemens. Clue 4. I grew up on the Mississippi River, which influenced my writing. Clue 5. Put your guess in. You should know what it is. Clue 5. I wrote the adventures about Thomas Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn. Tom Sawyer. The answer is, of course, Mark Twain. Question 4. Clue 1. I'm an American actress born in California. Narrows it down. Narrows it down. Clue 2. I play the ukulele. Clue 3. I starred opposite Brad Pitt in The Tree of Life. Clue 4. I played a scientist in the movie Interstellar. Guess clue five. Clue five, I played astronaut Melissa Lewis in The Martian. The answer is Jessica Chastain. Question five, clue one. I am an English actress born in 1983. Clue two, as a child, I had a stutter, which I overcame through acting. Clue 3. I starred alongside Tom Cruise in Edge of Tomorrow. Clue 3. I starred alongside Tom Cruise in Edge of Tomorrow. Clue 3. I starred alongside Tom Cruise in Edge of Tomorrow. Clue 3. I starred alongside Tom Cruise in Edge of Tomorrow. Clue 4. I was the girl on the train in the movie of that name. Guess clue five. Clue five tells us that this was just written 
probably this year, I play Mary Poppins in Mary Poppins Returns, and I'm probably going to be winning a Golden Globe for that. The actress is the fantastic Emily Blunt. Now we go on to Ken Jennings, December 11th. Uh, 11th. Woo, somebody's been reading The Hobbit. December 11th. 1967, after he pays the 11-guinea fee, Oliver Green, Greenlaw Greenlaw, Green, Greenlaw, is accepted as a member of the English Association of Estate Agents and Valuers. Unfortunately for the association, it's been taken in by a headline-making TV news sting investigating phony professional associations. Oliver Greenlaw is a house cat. Greenlaw. Greenlaw? G-R-E-E-N-H-A-L-G-H. I don't know. He's a cat. It's a good name for a cat. Question one. If you get this question wrong, you immediately lose at least this game, maybe other games. What musical takes place at the Kit Kat Club? Question two. What has been America's most popular pedigreed cat breed since 1871? Question three. Besides his famous red and white chapeau, what other red article of clothing does the cat in the hat wear? Question four. Of what quarterback did Thomas quote-unquote Hollywood Henderson, say he couldn't spell cat if you spotted him the C and the T. Question five. What is supposedly noteworthy about the $3,950 cats that Elerca, a San Diego biotech company, announced for sale in 2006? Elerca, A-L-L-E-R-C-A. Question six. What is the name of Catherine Hepburn's cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's? Question seven. What parasitic disease, a cause of birth defects and schizophrenia, is often transmitted by cat feces? Question eight. What cat pretended to belong to the the Marquise of Carabas? Question nine. What are a cat's vertebrae? I think that that is the the plural of vertebrae. So I'm going to say, what are a cat's vertebrae? Oh, I think the question is, what are they? Sorry, not to throw you off the... Yes, sorry. They are not its vertebrae. So what are a cat's vertebrae if they're not its vertebrae? Question ten. Whenever Felix the cat gets into a fix, what does he do? 2001, the last episode of Emerald Leglacy's short-lived sitcom airs, ending the remarkable TV career of Robert Urich. Urich was a regular in 13 different series, more than on any more than any other actor in TV history. I'm going to read that one more time. The lo- 2001, the last episode of Emerald Leglacy's short-lived sitcom airs, ending the remarkable TV career of Robert Urich. 
Uruk was a regular in 13 different series, more than any other actor in TV history. And now we are going to get ready to match the stars, match the roles in hit TV series that were played by the same actor, and name the actor. For extra credit, name the shows involved. So these are two roles, and the same actor played both roles. I am going to read through both, um, pardon me, both lists twice. So basically on each one you can get the match, and then you can get an extra point for each one if you can name the show. So uh, hopefully that will be obvious. I, again, I am going to read numbers and letters, numbers, letters. One, Peg Bundy. Two, Joe Cartwright. Three, Sabrina Duncan. Four, Bill Gannon. Five, Alex P. Keaton. Six, John Kelly. Seven, uh, Ilyura Kurakan. I-L-L-Y-A-K-U-R-Y-A-K-I-N. Ilya Kurakin. Eight, Mary Beth Lacey. Nine, Paige Matheson. Ten, Samantha Michelli, M-I-C-E-L-L-I. Eleven, Tony Nelson. Twelve, Lori Petrie. Thirteen, Alexander Scott. Fourteen, Kelly Taylor. Fifteen, O.B. Taylor. And I tell you what, I'm going to give you yet an extra point if you can name the actor and actress. So that means for the match, you get one point. You can get a second point if you can name the actor or actress, even if you don't match them up correctly. And then you can get a point for the show of either character. So you can get basically four master... uh, You can get... You could get as many as 30, gosh, 45 points, and then another 15. So this is a big, big round. So, A, Edie Britt. B, Horatio Kane. C, Richie Cunningham. D, J.R. Ewing. E, Mike Flattery. F-L-A-H-E-R-T-Y. F. Maxine Gray. G. Phoebe Hollowell. H. Kate Hennessy. I. Cliff Huxtable. J. Charles Ingalls. K. Amanda King. L. Ducky Mallard. M. Sherman Potter. N. Mary Richards. O. Valerie Tyler. Going to read through our our numbers again. One, Peggy Bundy. Two, Joe Cartwright. Three, Sabrina Duncan. Four, Bill Gannon. Five, Alex P. Keaton. Six, John Kelly. Seven, Ilya Kurakan. Kurakin. Eight, Mary Beth Lacey. Nine, Paige Matheson. Ten, Samantha Michelli. Eleven, Tony Nelson. Twelve, Lori Petrie. 
13, Alexander Scott, 14, Kelly Taylor, and 15, Opie Taylor. Now we have our letters. A, Edie Britt. B, Horatio Kane. C, Richie Cunningham. D, J.R. Ewing. E, Michael Flattery. 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 F, Maxine Gray. G, Phoebe Hallowell. H, Kate Hennessy. I, Cliff Huxtable. J, Charles Ingalls. K, Amanda King. L, Ducky Mallard. M, Sherman Potter. N, Mary Richards. O, Valerie Tyler. And now we go on to our answers. Sorry, my mag stand just got set up again, and it's not quite as steady, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, it's swinging a little bit. I need to adjust that. Okay. Sorry, a little uh, in studio. All right, so first, the question that if you got it wrong, you need to shut this off right now. The musical that takes place in the Kit Kat Club is Cabaret. The America's most popular pedigreed cat breed is Siamese, if you please. The famous red and white chapeau wearing cat in a hat also wears red, uh, his red bow tie. The quarterback that Thomas Hollywood Henderson said he can't spell cat is Terry Bradshaw. That what's north, n- noteworthy about the cat from Alorica? Uh, they're hyperallergenic. What's the name of Catherine Hepburn's cat in Breakfast at Tiffany? The very creatively named cat. Then we have the parasitic disease. It's toxoplasmosis. I've heard of it, but obviously I haven't heard of it. I've read it because I can't pronounce it. Toxoplasmosis. T-O-X-O-P-L-A-S-M-O-S-I-S. The cat that pretended to belong to the Marquis of Carabas, that is Puss in Boots. What are a cat's the breezy? That are those are its whiskers. And Felix the cat, the wonderful, wonderful cat. Whenever he gets in a fix, he reaches into his bag of tricks. Okay. So now we're going on to our huge point round. So first of all, we have Peg Bundy. Uh, she also played Kate Hennessy, and that's Katie Seagal is the actress, and the two shows are Married with Children and Ain't Simple Rules. Next, we have Joe Cartwright. That's Michael Landon, and he was also, of course, Charles Ingalls in Bonanza and Little House on the Prairie. K, uh, pardon me, three is Sabrina Duncan, and she was also Amanda King, And that's Kate Jackson in Charlie's Angels and uh, the Scarecrow in Mrs. King. Number four, Bill Gannon was played by Harry Morgan, who also played Sherman Potter. The shows are Dragnet and MASH. Five, of course, Alex P. Keaton is played by Michael J. Fox, who also played Mike Flattery, who I cannot pronounce, in Family Ties and Spin City. Then we have uh, six, which is John Kelly, 
who was played by David Caruso in NYTD Blue, and he also played Horatio Kane. Ah. He also played Horatio Kane in CSI Miami. Then we have Seven, which is Ilya Kurikin. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Uh, and also played L. Ducky Mallard. That is David McCallum, or McCallum in The Man from Uncle and NCIS. Then we have number eight, Mary Beth Lacey, who was played by Tyne Daly. Uh, also played Maxine Gray in Cagney and Lacey and Judging Amy. Then we have number nine, Paige Matheson, who was played by Nicolette Sheridan, who also played Edie Britt in Knots Landing and Desperate Housewives. Ten, hopefully you got that one, Samantha Michelli uh, was played by Alyssa Milano in Who's the Boss? And she also played Phoebe Hollowell on Charmed. Then eleven, Tony Nelson was played by Larry Hagman. Uh, and he also played J.R. Ewing in I Dream of Jeannie and Dallas. I And then number 12, I'm sure you got Lori Petrie, played by Mary Tyler Moore. And she also, of course, played Mary Richards in the Dick Van Dyke Show and the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Number 13, Alexander Scott was Bill Cosby in I Spy. And, of course, he also played Cliff Huxtable in uh, The Cosby Show, and hopefully he'll soon be playing a prisoner. And then we have Kelly Taylor, uh, Jenny Garth, of course, in Beverly Hills, 90210. And she also played Valerie Tyler in What I Like About You. And finally, Opie Taylor, of course, was played by Ron Howard in The Andy Griffith Show. And he also played Richie Cunningham in Happy Days. So I hope you got a ton of points from that, or at least some. I definitely didn't get all of them myself. And speaking of television shows, oh, I forgot. Of course, we have our um, actually. I said that Audrey, Hep- or pardon me, I said that Catherine Hepburn had a cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's. And of course, it was the other famous Hepburn. It was Audrey Hepburn, not Catherine Hepburn, who was Holly Golightly. Now we move on to the Phoenix American Pub Trivia a general category and its former child stars today. Question one, perhaps best known as Carlton Banks on the television sitcom The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Alfonso Ribeiro also starred in Silver Spoons and appeared in a TV commercial alongside Michael Jackson for what product? Question two: What actress starred as Blossom Russo on the early on the early nineties TV sitcom Blossom? Question three: Former child star Shirley Temple went on to have a career in diplomacy. Name one of the two countries that Temple served as U.S. ambassador to. Ooh, that's a good question. Question four. What are the names of the two 80s team heartthrobs who co-starred in such films as The Lost Boys, Dream a Little Dream, and License to Drive? Question five. What was the name of the Raven Simonier vehicle on the Disney Channel running from 2003 to 2007? Question six. What Oscar-winning child star appeared outside? Uh, pardon me, appeared opposite Walter Matthau in the film *The Bad News Bears*. 
Question 7. What actress played the titular role of Punky Brewster on the 80s sitcom? Question 8. In a widely circulated internet clip, what was a creationist describing on former child star Kirk Cameron's TV program as having a non-slip surface, a tab made so that when you pull it, the contents don't squirt in your face, a point at the mouth, a point at the top for ease of entry, and just the right shape for the human mouth. Question nine: What former child star from the show Wonder Years is now the author of two New York Times bestsellers, "Math Doesn't Suck" and "Kiss My Math"? Question ten. Madeline Zima as recently played by the uh, bu- 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 Madeline Zima as recently played the role of Mia Cross on Showtime's Californication, but she got her start as Grace Sheffield on what 1990 TV sitcom? Sorry, there's a missing H in there. Madeline Zima has recently played the role of Mia Cross on Showtime's Californication, but she got her start as Grace Sheffield. On what 1990s TV sitcom? Also, they keep hyphenating sitcom to SIT-COM. And now the answers. Carlton Banks was in a TV commercial alongside Michael Jackson for Pepsi. Uh, question two, Blue, uh, Blossom Russo was played by Mayim My, Bialik. Then Shirley Temple was an ambassador to Ghana and Czechoslovakia. Number four, the Lost Boys uh, starred the two Corys, Corey Ham and Corey Feldman. If you just got the two Corys, I'll give it to you. Uh, if you got their last names, I'll give it to you. Question five, Raven Simonier was on That's So Raven. The Oscar-winning child star in Bad News Bears, that's Tatum O'Neill. Seven, Punky Brewster was played by... Woof, I knew her name was Moon Fry, but her first is Solier, like the sun, S-O-L-E-I-L, Moon Fry, must have had hippie parents. Uh, eight, uh, Kurt Cam- that creationist was describing a, a banana on Kurt Cameron's TV program. And then nine, uh, the girl who played Winnie Cooper was Danica McKellar, who had the math books. And then number 10, Madeline Zima, Plays Mia Cross, but she uh, had her start on The Nanny. All right. Now we're going on to our common bond. And last time I'll remind you of this one. If you can get the common bond before I actually give you any hints or I, I name all the answers together, you get an extra point. But you can still get a point if after I name all the answers and possibly give you a hint, you get it then. Category is Common Bond. Question one. Who led the French army to several important victories during the Hundred Years' War before being executed on May 30th, 1431? Question two. What Joni Mitchell... Joni Mitchell never lies. What Joni Mitchell song has been covered by the likes of Amy Grant in 1994 as well as The Counting Crows in 2003? 
Question three. What 2007 film centers around Lazarus, played by Samuel L. Jackson, a deeply religious farmer and former blues guitarist, and Ray, played by Christina Ricci? I still haven't seen this, and I kind of want to. Question four. In terms of population, what is the second largest city in the western United States after Los Angeles, California? Question five. What movie character said, I've seen a lot of strange stuff, but I've never seen anything to make me believe there's one all-powerful force controlling everything. There's no mystical energy field that controls my destiny. Question six. In the 1978 musical film The Wiz, what jazz singer portrayed Glinda, the good witch of the South? Question seven. What chemical element has the atomic symbol CU? Question eight. What outdoors company based in Portland, Oregon, was founded in 1938 by the late Paul Lamfrum and has annual sales of more than $1 billion? Question nine. The daughter of Goldie Hawn, what actress had an Oscar nomination and won a Golden Globe for her role in the drama Almost Famous? And lastly, what is the common bond with all those answers? Question one, that kick-ass French gal, that is Joan of Arc from 1431. Question two, the Joni Mitchell song is Big Yellow Taxi. Question three, that's a movie with Samuel L. Jackson and Christina Ricci is Black Snake Moan. In terms of population, what is the second largest one after L.A.? That is Phoenix. Question five, that quote is Han Solo. Question six, a jazz singer in The Wiz is Lena Horne. I don't recall that. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. The chemical symbol with, that has the atomic symbol of CU, that's copper. The outdoors company based in Portland, Oregon is Columbia Sportswear Company. And then lastly, the daughter of Goldie Hawn, that is also an actress, Katie Hudson. So our uh, answers are Joan of Arc, Big Yellow Taxi, Black Snake Moan, Phoenix, Han Solo, Lena Horne, Copper, Columbia Sportswear Company, and Kate Hudson. My slight clue is this has to do with geography in some way. The common bond between all of those answers are rivers. All right, and now we move on to our alphabet quiz. Do, 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 do. We start with the letter H as in hot dog today. H, in Greek mythology, who is the daughter of Cronus and Rhea and is the goddess of the hearth of the right ordering of domesticity and the family? I. What country is the largest artichoke producer in the world? 
J. What was Big's real first name revealed to be in the final episode of Sex in the City? L. Who famously betrayed his friend Han at Cloud City? I'm sorry, they got here before you. M. What college football program was given the death penalty in 1987, resulting in the cancellation of the 1987 season and the loss of 55 scholarships? Question N. What American theologian and philosopher claims to have been the author of the Serenity Prayer? Question P. And I don't know what the serenity prayer is. I'll give you an extra point if you can tell me what that is. If you can give me the prayer. Question P is in Paul. In geometry, what theorem states that in a right-angled triangle, the square of the hypotenuse is equal to the sum of the squares of the other two sides? Question R. What 13th century Persian poet's major work is the spiritual couplets comprising six books of poems that amount to more than 50,000 lines? Question S. What collection of about 900 documents, including texts from the Hebrew Bible, was discovered between 1947 and 1956 in 11 caves in and around the ruins of the ancient settlement of, oh gosh, okay, Kirbet Quorum, K-H-I-R-B-E-T-Q-U-M-R-A-N, Kirbet Quorum. W. What novel's first line is Christmas won't be Christmas without any presents, grumbled Joe, lying on the rug. And now the answers. H. That goddess is Hestia. I. The largest artichoke producer is Italy. Big's real first name is John. L, uh, who famously betrayed Han, that of course is Lando Calrissian. M, what college football program? They give me SMU. I'm going to look that up because I'm, I don't like its tone in here saying like the cancelization of scholarships. I'm really curious why it was shut down. I, I assume there was a very good reason, but I could be wrong. And the American theologian. That is Carl Paul Reinhold Nieber. And I'll look up that prayer. P, uh, in geometry, that is the Pythagorean theorem. R, the Persian poet is Rumi. The collection of about 900 documents, that of course is the Dead Sea Scrolls. And then we have, oh no, Joe, your only beauty. That's from Little Women, of course. I am going to look up that serenity prayer. Hopefully, I won't just get back Firefly stuff. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'll give you another couple seconds. This is really often said. It's, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Now let's look up the SMU football, 1987. If it comes up right away, otherwise we're going to go to our last round. 
I oh so it's Southern Methodist, which if you got that, I'll give it to you. So it's the Southern Methodist University football scandal was an incident in which the football program at Southern Methodist University was investigated and punished for massive and repeated violations of the NCAA rules and regulations over a period of several years beginning in the late 1970s. The most serious violation was the maintenance of a slush fund used for under-the-table payments to players and their families to entice them to come to SMU to play. Okay, honestly, that isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. How dare they actually pay their players? Oh, no, because, you know, instead they're getting the free labor now and destroying people's bodies. Yeah, no. Okay, never mind. So I was wrong. I'm often wrong. So I do not condemn that, but I do kind of condemn his tone with it. But that's okay. Um, He wrote a lot of good trivia. So thank you, Stephen Phoenix. So now we are going to move into our last round this uh, today. I keep saying this week. I think it's because I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and obviously I'm vamping a little bit for our 1993 knowledge questions. Question one. Who was the leader of the Waco cult that was targeted by the federal government? Was it A, Randy Weaver, B, David Koresh, or C, Timothy McVeigh? Question two, what collectible created a national treasure hunt in the mid-1990s? A, Beanie Babies, B, Star Wars action figures, C, Hot Wheel cars. Question three, where was the mastermind of the 1993 World Trade Center found? A, New York City, B, Jordan, C, Pakistan. Question four. Artist Cindy Sherman used what main medium when creating her art pieces? A. Sculpture. B. Oil paints. C. Photography. Question 5. The Hip Hop Alliance Native Tongues involved which set of performers? A. Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, and Snoop Doggy Dogg. B. A Tribe Called Quest, Dilla Soul, and the Jungle Brothers. C. Black Star, Jurassic 5, and the Black Eyed Peas. Question 6. Which NFL team won the most Super Bowls in the 1990s? A. The Dallas Cowboys. B. The San Francisco 49ers. Or C. The Denver Broncos. I will give you an extra point if you can tell me what years the Denver Broncos did win the Super Bowls uh, in the 90s. Question 7. Which magazine made its debut in 1993? A. High Times. B. Wired. C. Spin. Question 8. What new policy was required by the Brady Handgun Violence Protection Act and has since been horribly cut back by, I don't, stupid people uh, because we want guns to kill more people? Uh, A. Background checks. B, elimination of gun silencers. C, elimination of clips that hold more than a dozen bullets. This is the Brady Handgun Violence Protection Act. Question 9. What experiment by George Washington University sparked protests? A, the finding of a gene related to homosexuality. B, the cloning of headless mice. 
see the cloning of human embryos. Question 10. What activity increased by 85% from 1988 to 1993 in the United States? A. Curbside recycling. Yay! B. Alcohol consumption. Boo. C. Drug overdose deaths. Super boo. Now on to our answers. The Waco cult, that was David Koresh. That collectible that was so popular in the 90s was, of course, Beanie Babies. Where was the mastermind found? He was found in Pakistan. The artist Cindy Sherman was uh, used photography. The Hip Hop Alliance of Native Tongues was B, a tribe called Quest, De La Soul, and the Jungle Brothers. That NFL team that won the most Super Bowls during the 90s was the Dallas Cowboys. The magazine that made its debut in 1993 was Wired. The Brady Handgun Violence Protection Act uh, was background checks. So I guess that's still in place for the most part as it was then, but they're trying to chip at it, which is redunk. Uh, The experiment by George Washington University was the cloning of human embryos. That is topical for right now. And the activity that increased by 85% was, yay, it was recycling. And now the Denver Broncos, I am confirming, but I believe it was 98 and 99. But let me just make sure. I just just typed in Denver Broncos. Guess what? That is not going to give it to me. I do get to see the calendar. That's not helpful. Okay. So 1998 and 1999 are correct uh, for wins in the 90s. So that is our trivia today. I hope you have a fantastic Tuesday. I will tell you how Anna in the Apocalypse was. And tonight I'm going to see Xanadu. Xanadu. I hope you enjoyed this quiz and have a fantastic day.